Welcome to Geek Girl Soup. I'm Susan. I'm Kelly. I'm Court. Happy Easter, everybody. Or Easter week. It's Holy Week. So, you know, what we're going to talk about. Uh, <laughs> midnight Mass. And my, well, before, but before we get into it, Court, I hear you had an exciting weekend. <laughs> oh, my God. York, and it was not political at all. Not oh god, not political at all. I didn't see anything orange while I was there. Um, <laughs> yeah, I lived the movie Planes, Trains, and Automobiles, just cut out the actual plane part of it because um, my babes, um, Tabiana Ali and Nicholas Alexander Chavez, um, they did an event um, in uh, New Brunswick, New Jersey, and also um, I saw I had dinner with them in New York. Um, cool. this past weekend and it was amazing. So I was, I took, I stayed in New York because I took my niece up and my, one of my sisters went up with me and like they spent the day during their thing while I was um, on one train or another or, or in a car, um, going back and forth and in between. But, oh my God, I got to see all my Sprina people or many of the Sprina people who, um, I've been talking to for the past two years since all this started back in, we say July, 2001, when you know this all kicked yeah, off so i got to finally meet them face to face um so, so how many and- days have passed since 2021 like three <laughs> oh, um right. no no it's, on it's the show the you mean years. yeah <laughs> it, it's been the two years but yeah i, I know what you mean because um <laughs> valentine's day did last for like three weeks um in February um but like that was cool because that's what they do and then they do their little time jumps to you know get them where they should be but okay this weekend actually marked a couple of different things so yes we all got to meet each other in um in New York and I don't know if y'all know like I'm a part of something called Screen Nation and they like we come together to support uh Nicholas and Tabiana Tabiana is a young black actress and um, you know, in the soap world, you don't get a lot of representation um, for a young black female uh, centered in a romance. Usually she plays the sidekick, the best friend. Um, so um, when the character originated, she was played by Sydney Michaela, who I love, 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 love. Um, when, I, when she first popped up, I came back to the show for the first time in a long, long time. And I was like, oh, she's good. I hope I literally said I, 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 I tweeted General Hospital. I hope y'all have her on as more than a sidekick because this girl is awesome. She's great. And they slowly built up like a family around her and gave her um, like just, you know, a lot of story. And again, a lot of connections within um, Port Charles is where it takes place. So like that was great. And Sydney had to leave. She was in school. She wanted to dedicate herself to school and also the other things that she was interested in. Um, so at that point in time, Nicholas was already there. They were firmly in their entanglements. <laughs> like at one point he had a girlfriend, but he didn't really have a girlfriend. Like it was all about those two. Um, but when Taviana <laughs> Ali came on the scene, like that girl, like she just had her one year anniversary. Um, like she, she took it all by storm. Like she is amazing. And, um, she, she is of darker complexion. Um, so y'all know, like not only we have, um, young black actress, but also we have colorism, which can be an issue. So we want to make sure she was fully supported as possible. And like the show wasn't really promoting like the actors or even like they're, they're pairing for a long, long time. Like, this is one of their most popular pairings. Like, they're all over the internet. Um, I don't care what social media you go to, they're there. Susan, you know. <laughs> yeah, um, only because I follow you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So uh, back <laughs> in, I think it was November, um, like, the fans got together and we sent a plane to the studio um, that basically said, uh, we love you, Taviana Ali and Nicola Chavez. And, you know, showing our support for them. And it was everywhere. Like, the show actually uh, tweeted about it. And it was in, like, different, you know, magazines and everything. And it really, it started something. Because, um, oh, and actually an an executive noticed it, too. So, it it started something. Because after that, like, we've been going, you know, just flat forward. We've been zooming forward with with everything. Um, So, we got photo shoots that happened. Um, and, um, New York this weekend, um, Spring Nation actually got a billboard for them also. 
um, where we featured um, like a video by uh, Chilo Lover Always. Um, she's amazing. She's highly talented. We have a highly talented bunch of people who um, do different video edits, picture edits, um, fiction, just like we all, some people who never knew they had this talent, they've discovered something about themselves. Um, so it wasn't just about seeing them this weekend, which was, you know, celebrating a lot of different anniversaries. Um, General Hospital's 60th anniversary was, uh, was celebrated um, on April the 1st. And we also got to meet our faves on April the 1st. So a lot happened. And we uh, many of us got to see each other for the first time face to face. And it was amazing. Like during the pandemic, I had y'all. Like we saved each other, but I, I also had them too. Like we, we, we were there to support each other. You had some of them who have, who have lost family members. Um, so, you know, just being there for each other. So, yeah. yeah. And as of this week, Sabrina, they are officially together. So. <laughs> nice. Yay. That's that was awesome. my long story short. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> and also lots of intrigue on General Hospital. So, yay. Keep it going. Oh, of course. Of course. Of course. Guys, it's, a soap. <laughs> it's nice and soapy. Yes. Awesome. Who's the daddy? And General Hospital <laughs> is uh, of Luke and Laura fame, right? Yes. Yeah. yeah. Um. Yes. Infamy. Yes. Yeah, okay. Infame. Okay. Uh, no, because, oh, yeah. For anyone who watched, you know, Luke and Laura, they were, they had, they still have like the highest rated wedding. You had yes. Elizabeth Taylor mm-hmm. showing up um, like within their storyline, but also they started off as rape. <laughs> oh, rape true. Her. Yeah. I forget about that. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. yeah that was hor- they, that was horrible. Yeah. Like he, the actor Anthony Gary, he was supposed to be gone within the next the first couple of months or whatever, but they liked him. Like he, he, they enjoyed him, and he was really charismatic. He's a great mm-hmm. character, but y'all, he raped her. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And the Uncool. writing was always messy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And yeah. um, yeah, Jeannie Francis, who plays the the character like she's just recently within this past year she's been able to say that she she hates be answering questions about that because she's had to put mm-hmm. a good face on it she hasn't been able to put her honest honest self out with that until very very recently so yeah. like it was rape they in the newspapers they called it a rape seduction and like what the fuck oh, is that no. yeah yeah <laughs> and it wasn't just them like that's it's happened on many of the soap operas you had many of the heroines falling yeah. for their rapists like mm-hmm. come on 80s 90s what the fuck yeah totally yeah but yay general hustle yes. frida yay. i'm so happy I, did i send you guys the pictures i gotta see no. you yeah. and yeah well because oh, i saw them saw on, on instagram okay yeah, and, okay yeah Okay, I I gotta send y'all all. The, actually, I'll send you the Google Drive. It's all in there. Oh, okay. Cool. Wow. It was, time. <laughs> it was a good That's time. Great. Well, cool. Yeah. Also on on April first, Amelia and Catherine and I we talked about the new uh, Below Deck series. Oh yeah. So <laughs> yeah, and and it was uh, and you know last fall, Amelia and I we took a trip to Galveston and saw some of these people just randomly and like. Wait a minute, wow. they look familiar. Oh my so, goodness. Yeah. So now we know why. Cool. So I dig it. We talk about it on the podcast. Awesome. Was it below deck energy? Small deck Small energy. Small deck energy. Small deck energy. Do you remember yes. the name of your own episode? Oh I know. I know. Small deck energy. Great name. Cause I, cause I thought of that other name. Mm-hmm. So, Oh, below deck energy. Wait a minute. Mm-hmm. <laughs> no. Keep coming up with different, different podcast names. No, anyway. yeah. Dick references are much better than deck references. Yeah. But the name of the show is below deck. Doesn't, I know. Okay. I know. It's All a great right. double entendre. So. Yeah. <laughs> We'll get it right one day. <laughs> that one is right. Okay. Okay. <laughs> but um, in the meantime, we're also watching, we did our rewatch. Our, is it is it annual now? I don't know. Is this, we'll see. Is right, Midnight the, Mass appropriate for Easter? Of course it is yeah. because it takes place over easter or you know good friday easter weekend good friday to easter are, are some of the forward. themes um the themes yeah, are rebirth. appropriate yeah, yeah. The resurrection yeah 
Yeah. They die and they resurrect. Mm -hmm. Not all of them, but most of them. Yeah. 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 Lisa and little boy Flynn, I forget his first name, do not die and resurrect. Mm -hmm. But nor does, man. The sheriff. He, the sheriff he just does dies. not. Yeah. yeah. And the pregnant woman. Aaron. Aaron. Yeah. Yeah. She does not. Because, well, only because she, I guess, died right as the sun came up. So, right. Yeah. But like her positioning. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Man, I love how she kills Master yeah. Vampire. Me too. And or leads we say to. Now, by the Ca- way, it, it's super spoilery talk. Cause oh, le- I, leads, you know that. I, yeah. I love what she does that leads to his death. Yeah. yeah. Slicing all those holes into his wings. Mm-hmm. That's awesome. And he like just doesn't care because he's, he's raping her blood. Yep. Yes. He's so, letting me with his son. So what about like okay, the crossovers here with uh with true blood? Did we talk about this last year? <laughs> with the I don't remember it. Like I don't because did. the blood that they're that they're drinking, like for communion, the mm-hmm. um the communion wine is replaced with um the mixed with re- mixed and then replaced. Mm-hmm. Yeah. With um with the blood of what the Father Perut calls the angel. Right. But it's really something else. Yeah. Um all but, Nosferatu. <laughs> but I was, um, and, and, you know, in true blood, uh, the vampire blood would help heal, um, humans and, you know, get the, basically back to like peak physical condition. And this blood is kind of doing the same thing. Um, and even when they come back, they come back at, peak physical condition they don't come back at like where they were like the woman with with dementia and also uh father father pruitt or monsignor pruitt mm-hmm. uh, he doesn't come back as a you know 80 whatever year old man as yeah. he is so yeah because yeah. Yeah, he's been at this longer than any of the others so is everybody going to be de-aged if they would have lived right <laughs> The other, the other thing I was listening to, um, another, like an analysis of, of this, of this show, and they're talking about, um, faith and it's like, is Christianity a death cult, (laughs) you know, (laughs) just because of this. And then the, um, and also the story of the angel, because, Mm -hmm. And they said, yeah, I mean, I guess it could be like a fallen angel, you know, yeah. not the traditional type of angel that you, you think of. Right. Yeah. So. And, you know, we imagine angels as being beautiful, glorious, you know, right. a sight to behold, a sight to behold doesn't necessarily mean beautiful, of course, right. but sure. the Bible does read that. Okay, now I'm, and and, you know, uh, so I'm remembering parts of the Bible, but also think about, oh no, it's his voice that you can't, that humans can't listen to. Whichever, uh, Metatron, is that his name? I think so. And uh, Alan Rickman in Dogma, he says, you you know, you would die if you heard my actual voice. Yes, that's not look. But I thought that there was an angel whom humans cannot look upon i don't remember whom who but so yeah there's nothing to say that there can't be a sort of ugly angel Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. i think we're the ones who have imagined them being beautiful with feathered wings and holding harps well that's yeah, but Kelly, that's the same thing as vampires. Uh, for yeah. a long time, vampires were depicted as like these creatures, and yeah. um, now more so they sparkle or they're just right. handsome, broody things <laughs> that I love. Right. And I'm not, I'm not um, disparaging the sparkling. I, I loved the hell out of it, even though it was over the top. 
cheesy, um, but it was good cheese. Yeah. Well, <laughs> even think about Dracula. He was made out to be romantic and yeah. passionate. Yeah. Yeah. And that was in the 1800s that that was written. Yeah. Yeah. And that was yeah, a long there's time your ago. seduction thing again. So yes. It's like, yes. I'm gonna kill you and seduce you all at the same exactly. time. Yep. So. Exactly. So Christianity being a death cult. So in some ways, yes, because the most joyful time of year, it seems for Christians yeah. is the Good Friday Easter season. Right. Mm -hmm. And as Bev is explaining in the in the show, there can be no res or maybe it was the Monsignor as well, or both of them, there can be no resurrection without death. And the whole point, I mean, Christianity hinges upon the resurrection. Jesus would yeah. just be another prophet if he hadn't died and been resurrected. Yeah. That's what makes him, you know, the Messiah. Because he came up, yeah. Right. Mm -hmm. For some people, the Messiah. Right. Right. And it, and the sheriff, he explains it also, you know, as to his faith that um, Jesus was a prophet. Right. Mm -hmm. And then Muhammad, the prophet, came after Jesus. And so everything got yeah. right. So everything yeah. got updated with Muhammad. Mm -hmm. And there can be another prophet after Muhammad. Maybe there yeah. was one whom we all just ignored mm -hmm. and there were prophets before jesus but the thing is that a lot of the followers of jesus are not um you know they're just they just accept what um what people have told them mm -hmm. and they don't question it mm -hmm. and so that's where some of the other problems come in and and which we saw on this show also like with with bev you know right. doesn't question yeah. it she's just like okay right. this is what's happening and that's not exclusive to christianity the vast no. majority of people in any religion accept their religion without question and they yeah. they don't look at quote past religions you know because they they sort of come in chronological order right and I know yeah. different parts of the world as well, but so they don't look at what came before theirs and think, oh, that's valid too. And then they don't consider, again, not everyone, you know, hashtag right. not all religious people. Yeah. And then they don't look at what, what came later and go, you know, that has some, I can see some truth in that. Mm -hmm. And so who is open to what may be out there right now that that's new and emerging is there a prophet out there right now everyone's ignoring because they may seem crazy i mm. suspect and i know that christians are waiting for jesus to come back during the end times would we recognize him not so fixated on like what what you read before yeah <laughs> right. the thing of before yeah and then the you know the all the depictions the human depictions of of jesus yes. is he the blonde-haired blue-eyed or right. is he the yeah. black jesus or you know yeah. which jesus yeah. is it <laughs> exactly if he's black middle eastern right or asian or a woman he's going to be rejected by christians yeah absolutely by white Christians, I should say. Yeah. 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 So, yeah. And, you know, that's a lot of what, what turns me off, you know, about religion is the, they don't follow the principles. They follow the people. Yeah. And, you know, they follow the written word, which was written by people. Yeah. yeah. Not the prophets. And, and even, even if it's written by the prophets, mm -hmm. Things evolve over time. Right. You know, I wrote a lot of stuff, whether it's journals or past books, and I wrote it from the perspective of who I was and what I knew right. at that time. Right. Oh my God, so much has changed. Mm -hmm. If I wrote the same thing now, 
it would be different. Not everything, but there'd be nuances that have changed. Mm -hmm. I'd be making additions. I would say, you know, no, I was either wrong about blah, 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 or let me update this now. You Mm -hmm. just know the prophets would be doing the same. Jesus would come in and rip up the Bible. He would rip it up or she, this is, this is not accurate. Right. <laughs> Jesus would come back as like gender non-conforming and say, right. y'all call me they, oh, please. And look what they're, yeah, look what people are yeah, saying about that now. Yeah. It's like, oh no, they're just confused, yeah. <laughs> you know? Yeah. You can't put your pronouns in your emails. Yeah. DeSantis, didn't he say that for Florida educators? Like, really? Yes. <sighs> yeah. You can't put your pronouns in like your uh, signatures in your emails, shit like that. So much for minding your business. Really? Isn't that what the whole thing is? Like they want people out of their business, but yeah, you want right? to be in other Small folks' gov- business. Right. Like, yeah. Yeah. You can't, <laughs> yeah, you can't have, you know, gender confirming care. You can't have an abortion. You can't have birth control. You can't, you know. Yeah. You can't but read the color we're purple. We're staying out of your business. Right. Right. <laughs> so maybe people who do care should start putting in their signature. I am a man or I am a woman. And that would imply what pronouns right. to use. And then if you well, want, if they, they pro- want one of those, mm-hmm. uh, then you would say like, okay, gender nonconforming or um, yeah, because you wouldn't be able to write people call me they. Mm hmm. You know, because then that's putting your pronouns. Right. But, you know, even though, okay, we, it's not our experience that we may have lived and we may or may not understand it, but we can respect this person as a human and, you know, it's like, what happened to that? I respect that DeSantis is a human. I respect that he has his perspective on mm-hmm. things and he has his itty bitty feelings. Actually, they're very big <laughs> feelings, aren't they? He has yeah, his itty bitty he's, opinions. He's, yeah, but he's imposing them upon exactly. everybody with his That's power. why I don't respect him. Right. right. But I respect that he has his opinions and his perspective. He has his fears. And everybody know? else is going to have them too. Right. <laughs> Right. Does he have his fears or he's preying on the fears of others? Both. Well, I'm sure. Yeah. yeah. He's playing to the lowest common denominator and the squeakiest wheels. Mm-hmm. Yes. Yeah. And go, then they're all going against the actual teachings of the fucking Bible. Exactly. Right. Sorry. And, uh, Jesus Christ himself. Yeah. Well, or they're reading a version of it that uh, confirms their. They're ignoring the entire New Testament's message, one single solitary message of love thy neighbor. That's it. That is the message of the New Testament. Yeah. And if you claim to be a Christian, that is the one and only thing you should be doing loving thy neighbor as thyself. Quote. Yeah. Yeah. There is no excuse, no excuse not to love thy neighbor as thyself if thou art a Christian. But, yeah. but Am my I neighbor wrong? is trying to stop yeah. me from having that private plane. Uh-huh. <laughs> and they won't donate to pay for it. <laughs> and you know what? A fetus is not thy neighbor. The person carrying the fetus fucking is your neighbor. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That fetus is not paying a mortgage or a rent or buying groceries or mm-hmm. putting gas in the car or paying for health care, you know, health insurance, yeah, raising kids, none of that. Yep. It's the person carrying the fetus. Yeah. This is a soapbox podcast. It is. Apparently, I was like, wait a minute. It we, may not be a soap to talk about a Netflix podcast, show. But it is a soap box <laughs> podcast. I mean, so it's all there. connected. We are talking yes, about it Beverly. Is, absolutely. Bev 
is the person we are talking to. You are mm-hmm. not loving on your neighbor like you should. You are a fanatic. You are not. You're eating your on. You're, <laughs> you're eating, eating on, on your, your neighbor. neighbor. Like you are picking and choosing and not loving everybody. Yeah. Like you are going to give sanctuary to some and not everybody. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like, like that one dude. Up. Like the dude that what's his name converted without teaching him and he ate his whole family or killed his whole family said, if you, you never came to church, what's his name? If you had been coming to church, you would have understood what was going on. You had the power to save your wife and son. But that's not true though. Right. Because we saw in inside the church before they were, you know, while they were still there, they were turning on each other. Right. Yeah. No one knew so no. that the dude who transformed him knew because he was part of the inner circle. It had already been explained to him. No one else knew. They woke up starving. And when they smelled blood, their instinct, mm-hmm. their vampiric instinct kicked in. Mm-hmm. That's the only way they, quote, knew to feed. Yeah. But uh, Riley's mom and dad, I mean, they woke up with that also, but chose not to. Yeah. Right. When they were eventually killed and turned. Yeah. Yeah. They maintained their humanity or their their consciences. Yeah. Because, yeah, they totally felt that urge as well. But yeah, all of this is related to the show because it is about choice and love, honor, respect. And what happens when you die? Yes. Yes. I mean, that's still my, one of my very favorite parts of the, of the show. Those, those monologues. Yeah. So. Yeah. And Riley meeting the the woman he killed in the car crash mm-hmm. meeting her when he's dying and yeah. she's healed and whole then and yeah. welcoming him and then Aaron meeting Riley as she's dying mm-hmm. those were lovely moments yeah yeah really sad yeah, yeah the monologues are great in this mm-hmm. and I also watched a little making of thing oh, cool. <laughs> on this and this is a story that um, that Mike Flanagan had, you know, kicking around in his head for years and years oh. and years. And so while he was doing the other, even before the other Netflix shows that he did, um, like Haunting of Hill House and Haunting of Bly Manor. And then there's um, there's a, a nod to Midnight Mass because one of the characters had a, wrote a novel called Midnight Mass. Yeah. It's on a shelf yeah. there in one of the shows. But um, yeah, but he he had this this idea, and then it wasn't until after he got sober that he could write mm. some of those other parts of wow. of the show. Yeah, very cool. Because oh, he had that, that perspective. Yeah. yeah, I missed that there was a making of. It was yeah. on YouTube. Oh, so okay. I went there to to find it. I I don't know if it's it, it should be on Netflix. It should be, but it should have come up mm-hmm. as a suggest. Like it should have come up automatically as a suggestion after right. finishing it. Right. If it were on Netflix. Right. So what about all the boat scenes? I mean, like the rowboats with Riley and Aaron early on, uh, Riley and himself, like, and seeing his imagery when he's dreaming. And then Lisa and little boy Flynn. I know that's (laughs) the the son slash younger brother. So there are some Bible stories and imagery about boats like that and i'm just not remembering them what wh- who was jesus with in the boat um was he telling them to go walk on the water I, is I that when the walking that. on the water happened or or was Wait, that a bigger boat i can't remember it's been too long my mother would tell me 
<laughs> my granny would kill me. Yeah. Because, yeah, I have mixed imagery about that. If it was in a rowboat and I imagine it on a rowboat and then I thought, then I thought later I reread it and it seemed like it was a bigger boat, which kind of makes no sense to me because in my mind, I see Jesus just stepping out of a rowboat mm. onto the water. Yeah. Me too. Not down out of a boat. Right. Just <laughs> he's up not, out of a boat. He's not using a slide off the side right. of the yacht. <laughs> no. no, it's all wrong. No, I'm sorry. <laughs> yeah. Didn't and, Noah's Ark have all the toys too? Like a slide and a, anyway. Probably. Yeah. I mean, they were in there for a while, so I hope so. 40 days and nights. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it, it was Jesus walking on the water, I think with Luke. Because the boat was far away from the shore. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so that was but, one of the miracles. Mm-hmm. But doesn't say what it kind of Peter. skiff it was. It was Peter? Mm-hmm. Yeah, when Peter saw Jesus, Peter got out of the boat and walked on water too until he became afraid and began to think, that's yeah. the one. Mm-hmm. Okay. I was like, I know somebody walked on water. Come on. Yeah. I remember that. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> But like you yep. said, um, when we were just talking about it, like that's an image that I had in my head when you're talking about Riley. I'm just mm-hmm. being out in the boat. Yeah. So, mm-hmm. yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, they said, because there are a lot of Easter eggs in this. Um, they said there are a lot of like the, you know, the fish and Jesus. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. Like symbols. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. All over the place in there. Um, I saw the same one you did, Susan, um, regarding um, like the book, the Midnight Mass uh, book. Like mm-hmm. that was actually mm-hmm. featured um, in um, The Haunting of Hill House. Okay. So um, like I think Carla Gugino's character was reading the book. Mm-hmm. Um, Missy, oh. I kind of want to watch those now. I still haven't yeah. seen those. Really? Those other two. Yeah. And we watch because... it and talk about it. Yeah. And with those... Okay. Um, you know, the same group of actors and all of that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And that, that the actress who plays Bev, seeing her in a likable role, uh, yeah. you know, please. <laughs> she's, I, you know, it's just so easy to hate her. She's just so terrible. I... <laughs> she's not yes. a good person. No, <laughs> I was wrong. The book, the book I was thinking about is actually a prop used in Car- in Gerald's game with Carla Gugino is in that too. And that's mm. a Stephen oh. King um like movie that mm. was on Netflix. So there there's a lot of Netflix crossover too with a lot of the things he does. Okay. Uh, because at one point the little girl Lisa, she was reading um the um Larging books. Um what was it? Forever Larging, uh, always in Forever Larging, um, where the young girl is in love uh, with her not best friend and they, they fake dating. It's a Netflix thing. It's a Netflix trilogy. Okay. Okay. There's a lot of Netflix crossover in here. Okay. Yeah. Makes sense. Um, oh. And Mike Flanagan was actually in here a lot. They said he makes um, an, a cameo earlier in the first episode as a guy who's just watching the kids um, bike by. Um, he's also in at the very beginning um, of episode three. Mm-hmm. Um, he plays the young priest who's accompanying uh, Monsignor Pruitt oh, while man. they're on a journey um, through Jerusalem. Jerusalem. Wow. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Cool. cool. So, oh, and um, Carla Gugina, um, who was in The Haunting of Hill House, uh, she was actually the voice of the judge um, at Riley's hearing. Like, if you never saw her, but it was her voice. Oh, wow. So, yeah, he, like you said, he does use a lot of the same actors and everything mm-hmm. he does. And I'm very curious to see what happens now that he's leaving Netflix and going to Amazon, right? Wow. Mike Flanagan, he, yeah, he has a whole deal. Um, I think the last thing he did was the Midnight Club. Yeah. I think. Yeah, yeah. So, and yeah. when I was watching this, I got confused and I'm like, oh, this is the same guy who did White Lotus. No, that's Mike White. <laughs> so, yeah. It's like, oh, so season three of White Lotus is going to be on uh, on, on the island. So we find out what happens afterwards. <laughs> With oh, the, the two kids are running a resort on the island. It's been there rebuilt. They've grown up. Yeah. Yeah. 
Yeah. No. <laughs> I loved the bit at the very end when Lisa says, I can't feel my legs in anymore. Mm-hmm. So, Me you too. know, it's done. You know yeah. that the, the master vampire's dead. dead. Yeah. Yeah. He didn't, nice touch. He didn't make it. <laughs> the, uh, the cuts were effective. Yes. <laughs> and the sunlight. Yes. But the sunlight, I mean, he, if the, if the, he hadn't, if his wings hadn't been cut so much, he could have made it out of the sunlight. True. true. So that, I think that was the point. Yeah. And it would so. be that other Netflix show, um, where they're on the plane constantly flying west. Yes, into yeah. the night. Yeah. 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 God, I love that show. Mm-hmm. So good. Waiting for season three. Mm. Like I, I wouldn't mind exploring this world again. Y'all know I love different types of mythology, especially mm-hmm. when it comes to vampires and everything. Yeah. So I want to know more about this one. Yeah. Like, give me a prequel. Because uh, he can't be it. the only creature out there. Exactly. Exactly. So. But there is only one Jesus, so he certainly could be the only one. But Kelly, we just said there are multiple disciples. Mm-hmm. Yes, that's true. So there would Good be other Monsignors yeah. out there. Yeah, yeah. True. Yeah. Oh, but now that the creature is dead, the power, quote, you know, in all the other disciples should be gone. Yeah. Yes, because it's gone in Lisa. Right. True. So it's right. over. But there's but, another but you, out there. But the you world. still have werewolves. <laughs> I do. I do. Wait a Always. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> no, but it's it's funny. Have you guys you guys saw Salem's Lot, right? Mm-hmm. Like this gave me heavy vibes of Salem's Lot. <laughs> the, yes, the originals. Yeah, I new love one. the original. Um there's there was a remake with Rob Lowe on TNT years and years ago. It was actually pretty don't make a face, Kelly. It was actually pretty good. I mean, I love him, but that sounds weird. But yeah, it's it, weird for him. Yes. Yes. I mean, yeah, he's all over the place. But it was it was interesting. I enjoyed it. But the original, nothing beats that because it, it what was it? A, it? It was a TV movie. It was never yeah. in the movie theater. Yeah. Um. Because no, I went it back. Was. I, was it? Was it? Was the it? Yeah. Was it? I thought no. It was a TV movie. It was like several parts to it. Maybe I'm confusing um, my Stephen King movies because there were so yeah, many in the 80s. I bought a version of it, and there it's 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 from it's like a TV version where there were clearly parts of a part commercial. Uh, like wow. not commercials in there, but you could see where the, the um, where it was breaks. made yeah, commercials. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. Um, but it's that one. And um, they have a sequel return to um, Salem's Lot. That one wasn't as good at all. That was bad. Okay, That's where sometimes we just need things cemetery. to end. Yeah. Pet yeah. Cemetery. Yeah. Speaking of Rob, Rob Lowe real quick. Did y'all see that he has that new show on Apple TV plus I unstable saw. with his actual son? I thought yes. that was Netflix. Is it? Netflix? Oh, is it? Yes, it is. You're right. I was watching. I was starting okay. to watch capturing the killer nurse. You're right. It okay. is Netflix. Okay. Sorry. Okay. <sighs> <sighs> I want to give, and I haven't watched it yet, but it looks good. So I want to give it credit does. to Apple TV plus for all good things. <laughs> for everything. I agree. But, no, I hear they do have a, a, a new show that is about some like magic photo booth coming to I this started town. that it's yes. good so far okay it the looks big good. door prize okay yeah good so Careful far what you wish for yeah yeah so that looks Apple has all this stuff coming out very soon and i did just watch tetris the movie with taron edgerton yeah I liked it. oh that was good. the second season of schmigadoon which is Chicago or something like that yeah so it's a different universe right yeah yeah okay yeah they say it's I a little darker yeah Ooh. okay yeah mm-hmm. but i have another another fun fact about midnight mass <laughs> is that the, the cast they all gathered in what toronto or vancouver or whatever to do the first table read mm-hmm. on march 11th 2020 so wow at the end of the day days before lockdown well yeah and basically at the end of the day they they all got sent home they said oh it'll be two weeks and then you know months later year later (laughs) whatever well no in the fall they that's when they did the filming okay cool yeah my goodness Mm -hmm. 
it's amazing how much stuff did get made just months after lockdown right. started, you know, with right. quarantine and yeah. precautions in place. Yep. Mm-hmm. It's great. It's mm-hmm. probably easier for them because it was a small cast on an island. <laughs> yeah. Well, <laughs> set on an island. <laughs> Where did they shoot it? In Canada somewhere. Yeah, so that's easier. I mean, it's not as if it was in New York City shooting on the streets. Yeah. Well, the no. streets were empty. So, uh, <laughs> well, true, but you know, that wouldn't look right either unless you're shooting a, a post apocalyptic mm-hmm. film or show. So, you know, quarantine for the two weeks, small cast and crew testing every day. Mm-hmm. But after the two week quarantine, chances of, you know, as long as you don't have co- anyone coming in and out, you should right. be, you should be set. And, you know, with, you should be, but then there's always like the little things like food delivery and supplies and sure. things like that, that, sure. you know, are little yeah. windows for contamination. You make it no contact. You have them delivered, <laughs> dropped off have that person leave and then you come up and they found that germs Mm -hmm. on packages didn't transfer. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah, I hope no one got COVID during shooting. I hope not. Yeah. I don't know. I don't think so. So, but yeah, I would like to know, you know, a a follow-up for the, for the kids, you know, where did they end up? Me too. Do they have family to go to? Right. Is yeah, is their family off island? Who adopted them? Did they get to stay oh, together? Did, exactly. Cuz they're like what 16 or something. Yeah, something like that. Yeah, 15, that's right, 16. Yeah. Yeah. So, it's like, well, they're trauma bonded, so let them stay together. Please. Yes. Yeah, not just a bit trauma bonded. I mean, and they can't Everyone explain they that to anyone. Right. I, I hope think, they don't. <laughs> I think what they'd what they'd have to explain is that the island turned into a cult and the cult burnt everything down and their mm-hmm. parents were in the houses when everyone else burnt everything down. Right. That's so, really yep. the best they could do. That's why they'll only find the the body of the sheriff and perhaps the body of Aaron. Right. What are these bites? Ah, they were cannibals. Uh, mm-hmm. So for Aaron's death, um, so we already talked about how she stabs at the creature's wings and everything. Mm-hmm. So, um, so this it says this says it was a callback to her story to Riley, um, where she was telling um, how her mother used to order doves from the mainland. Oh, right. And she clipped she clipped oh. their wings uh, with Aaron's help, so oh, that wow. they couldn't fly away. Yeah. So. Her mom's weird. That was is that that feels weird to me? But it, that helped her. She yeah. she didn't have a lot Save of good world. things to say about her mother. No, she did not. Mm-hmm. But it, uh, this was a good moment, a yeah. signs moment. Exactly. I was just about future. to say that. It reminds me of signs. Yes. Yeah. yeah. Yes. Getting that Mel Gibson's character getting that message from his dead wife. You know, swing mm-hmm. away. Yes. Yeah. And and her the daughter and her obsession with water. Like yes. well, child, why are you leaving water everywhere? I don't know. It's bad. Yeah. 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 But nobody would ever clean them up. Thank goodness. Right. Thank God. She's like, leave them. Don't move them. Yeah. Okay. She's grieving, so let her be. Yeah. Mm-hmm. People yeah. rag on that part of the movie. And Ooh. I just I loved it. I thought it was sweet and like then the part where you see the creature for the first time made me yeah. jump. Yeah. Yeah. I love like, Joaquin Phoenix in it. I know it's too. male, but that's back when he had a public persona of being okay. Yes, I agree. Like I just watched this movie again for the the other night for the first time in a long time. And like one moment that I really love when they're at the dinner table. And um, he starts crying and he pulls his kids to him and then he pulls Meryl Aww. over to him too. Like there are times when I can, I can separate the art from the, the trash person. Sometimes, sometimes I can't, 
But in this instance, I can with things that I, I happen to love. Can I watch any of his newer movies? Hell no. Ooh. I'm not invested in that person. Um, when I watch the older stuff, I, I see Martin Riggs or I see the father, the priest from Signs. Yeah. Yeah. But that was connected to Midnight Mass because Signs. Yes. Aaron had a sign. Yes. yes. Yeah. Totally. And I remember why I brought up Salem's Lot. Um, Riley had a book on his shelf <laughs> um, in the room. And th th again, there are many callbacks to different mm. Stephen King things. Mm -hmm. um, and I forgot that the director actually, he also directed um, Dr. Sleep. Oh, the yeah. sequel uh, to The Shining. Yeah. I forgot that. Yeah. And I just watched so, that movie for the first time. What last fall? I think it was yeah. really liked it. Yeah. I love that movie. The book of course is better, um, but I really enjoyed what they did. I was proud. Because you, you guys know, you can mess up a, from book to movie transfer. You can mm -hmm. mess it up. But that was well done. Mm -hmm. When we're done talking about this at the end, I have something to say about a book. Okay. Books. Well, I think we're, I think we've said all we're going to say about okay. uh, Midnight Mass. So, all right. In, so. Incorporate it into your Easter tradition, however you like. Indeed. <laughs> So I already shared with y'all that I read yesterday that Warner Brothers is in talks to produce a seven season Harry Potter for HBO Max. Wow. Yep. Yeah. We knew they would one day. Yes. Yeah. We've been talking about it for so yeah. dang long. Yeah. We knew it would happen. Mm -hmm. Yes. And because... enough time has gone by. The first Harry Potter movie came out in 2001. The last one came out in 2011. It's amazing that they're only now acting on it. I mean, Lord knows how long they've actually been talking about it. I mean, they may have been talking about it since 2009, you know? <laughs> and maybe they finally figured, okay, now it's time to put pen to paper. It will be very interesting to see what happens when it's actually coming out because of all of the horribleness around J.K. Rowling. Yeah. And it's funny how long they waited. It's also news. Daniel Radcliffe is about to be a father. <gasps> what? what? Yeah. Oh yeah. Gosh. Yeah. Like for real, not just in the cursed child, but like for real, for real. Mm. Yeah. Wow. So 11 years till that child gets their letter to Hogwarts. Oh my yep. God. Can I, I cannot wait. I will have to follow him on Instagram just for that day when that child turns 11. Oh my God. Seriously. Yeah. Like I'm already yeah. getting teary about that. Uh, <laughs> <yeah>. <laughs> I tell you, I had it marked on my calendar for the exact day of 19 years later from the last book, you know, the Deathly yeah. Hallows, because yeah. that's the day that Albus Severus Potter was going off to Hogwarts. We found out his name when, when he was nervous about going to Hogwarts and Harry yeah. kneels down and says, Albus Severus, you were named after two headmasters of Hogwarts and and one of which is the bravest man I've ever known being Severus Snape yeah and oh my god I cried so much at that both in the book and the movie yeah oh god I wish <sighs> that Rowling hadn't turned out to be a turf my god I thought she was a turd yeah <laughs> trans yeah. exclusionary radical feminist mind your business JK yeah. mind your business yeah. Yep. Even if she feels that way, why did she ever have to say anything about it? Why? I'm sorry, Kelly. I'm glad she said it. I, I don't want to support somebody like her. I'm sorry. And this this is the same situation. It was what we just talked about with Mel Gibson. Like mm -hmm. I, I, we won't let her taint what we already have. Yeah, we can. Does that mean you won't watch Chappelle with the uh, yeah. It people. depends on if she says any new uh, new bullshit. I, I, I it, it just depends. I might let you watch first and be like, Courtney, oh my god, <laughs> get your shit together. It's okay. I know. 
I know. But I'm really hoping that HBO will do the right thing. And first of all, hire a really diverse cast. Yes, please. Including at least one trans person, whether it's a trans character or not. Please. I would love that. Mm-hmm. I, I wonder if they would let her have any involvement. Like, do, do they own, like, they, yeah. they own the property, right? It's like, does she have any license over the, the property? Though. I don't okay. know if they own it. Okay. I can't imagine she would have sold the rights. Yeah. They Probably licensed not. the rights. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But they have it. Yeah. I don't know for how long. Like, if she put yeah. a term limit on it. Yeah. But like they have all creative control at this point. Yes. Okay. Okay. I'll support. Good. Good. I, I can support that. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And I mean, you know, Warner Brothers owns HBO, so that's why yeah. it'll go to HBO Max yeah. or HBO. But they spe- specified HBO Max, meaning people would have to subscribe to HBO Max, not just HBO. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So that's yeah. brilliant. Yeah. And but you know they'll do it right. Yeah. Because we love what HBO does, even translating books to shows or movies. You know, other than the final season of Game of Thrones, we've really approved. And I don't blame that on HBO. I blame that on D&D, of course. Yeah. But on the whole, I believe they do a really good job. And like take Station Eleven. I don't remember. Did y'all read the book? I didn't. Oh. It was amazing. And it had been several years. I read the book as soon as it came out. So it had been several years between the book and the show. But I was just enthralled by the show. So totally satisfied me. So let's go HBO. HBO Max. Get your shit together, y'all. Everybody, happy Easter and geek on. Mm -hmm.